Hi everyone, welcome to Writing Works Wonders. I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Kathy King and I want you to feel inspired and encouraged and know the wonder in writing. Kathy has a special guest today. They will be speaking about social media. Be sure to listen to the end so that you can hear about our show notes and how to reach our guests, as well as reach us at www.writingworkswonders.com. Welcome. This episode is in the unique format of an author clinic, and the topic is social media for authors and their web presence. Writing Works Wonders author clinics offer a brief episode on special topics to help you succeed in your writing and publishing. Our guest is Seamus King, independent author of fantasy fiction, editor and publisher. Welcome, Seamus. Writing Works Wonders is excited to have you here. For this special episode. Thank you for spending time with us. I'm glad to be here. You and I have talked about social media and the importance of authors' web presence. Do you think it's important for authors to have a website? Some are just using their Facebook page as their website. Others develop an individual website. Are there benefits to either model? Social media like Facebook is excellent, but the importance of a personal web page, whether it just be a blog or a full website with multiple pages can't really be overstated. It becomes a landing page for anybody that's interested in your work, whether they've just seen your name because a friend recommended you, or they've read your first book and would like to know more about you and more about what's coming next. Having a place for them to go, particularly if they can just search your name or the title of your book and find it, lets them learn about you and about any other work you're putting on. When you know they're already interested, if they're searching for your name or your book title, you already have their interest. Having a web page has a little less distractions than a Facebook page. While you have their attention, it's a great way to just fill them with the information that they are already looking for. Excellent point. I know that you use social media differently than I do, and I think some of that is that we're from different generations. And so that's one of the reasons I invited you on this show. I'm very much a techie, keep up with things, but just by my generation, I'm going to be using it differently. So I thought you could really offer us some different insights on this. How would you define web presence? It's not a term that everybody's familiar with. We're pretty familiar with social media, but what's web presence? Web presence, I would say, is being findable and noticeable. It's tied into the idea of author branding. If you're an author, you are already a brand, and you want to get that brand in front of as many people's eyes as possible. One of the ways I use social media, and it's related to that, is by participating in groups like the writing community and being seen, interacting with, and engaging with other authors and writers gets my presence out there, gets my brand seen. Having the webpage does the same thing. My marketing specialist tells me, Readers are less buying a specific book as much as they are buying you as a brand. And we all know it. How many times have you read an author you liked, and because of that one book, or say, the way they handle themselves, do you go out and buy the rest of their books? Well, this brings up an important point. What we post on our website, 
But what we post in social media reflects on our brand, reflects on our book. So you have to be aware as an author every time you post? You absolutely do. I think we, without calling out specific names, we have seen just in the past year how some authors' choices of what they post on social media has been devastating to their brand, while others are friendly, engaging, kind, and that helps their presence and helps their brand. So it has to be a conscious decision, awareness as to what you're doing, because we all know now that once you post something on the web, it's there forever. Even if you delete it, folks, there are ways for it to be called up again. There's a thing called the Wayback Machine, a website where you can pull up old websites from years ago and postings, etc. So once you post something, it can be retrieved even if you delete it, believe it or not. I used to have to teach this when I taught instructional technology back in the day when the web was just coming into being and people did not understand the impact of their web presence, what they were saying when Facebook came around, etc., etc. But now we've seen total careers ruined in corporate and government and publishing and all sorts of areas because of missteps in this arena. Now, particularly with authors, there is a workaround, something that's been used for as long as there have been authors, but needs to be thought about now. Writing with a pen name. If you don't want everything you post as you to reflect on your brand and your writing as an author, use a pen name. Make sure that pen name has at least some web presence for all the marketing reasons we've just discussed. But anything that you post, anything that you post using the same name that you publish under will reflect how your audience views your publications. Which is really good. So we don't want to scare people to death. (laughs) That's not the intention here. This is the good aspect in that everything that you do online is helping to build your brand. Yes, absolutely. Whether you're publishing independently or using a traditional publisher, you are the best marketing tool for your material. You have it all in your hands. You can either be a boon to your sales, be a boon to your presence, or you can ignore it. And in the best case scenario, just not reap the benefits of creating a loyal fan base. Absolutely. So let's try something here a little bit different. Let's say which different social medias you're involved in and I'm involved in. I haven't been greatly involved in the last two years because of my new visual impairment. I'm just learning how to use technology again and and get involved. But usually I've been engaged in Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter I left behind years ago, and my website. So what about you? What social media and web presence have you had? Twitter has been my mainstay. I do draw a lot of um, engagement through my Facebook presence, but that is by and large through people I already know personally, which it's great as a way to get across what I'm publishing to them. But I find with Twitter and to a lesser extent Instagram, that's where you draw the attention of many more people you've never met before. And you use your website in a different way than I do. My website is about me and it posts updates of what's going on, where I'm traveling and speaking, book announcements. These podcasts are listed there in addition to the podcast site. But you use your website in a different way. 
I do. I use it to post sort of Easter eggs or snippets from pieces I'm working on. By Easter eggs, I mean something related to a novel I'm working on that won't be in the novel or any of the associated short stories, but is maybe part of the story or at least some character development. I use it to occasionally post advice or my thoughts on various aspects of writing, like self-publishing or editing and the importance of first drafts. But... I treat it as a landing page where people come who are interested in the work I'm putting out. It seems like when I go to your webpage, it also is taking me into that other world that you've created. So it's an extension of your writing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't see that in a lot of other authors that I read. Most of the authors I read, their website is about them and then here are the books I've written, etc., And then you can delve into that. So it's a little different approach to it. I'm sure a lot of people do it that way. But it's good to point out that there are options as to how to focus your website as an author. What does that actually look like, your Twitter engagement? Like, are you on Twitter day and night? Do you schedule things? How do you decide what to post? Do you only post when you have a book coming out? What does it look like as far as workflow? Well, as far as day-to-day goes... Usually on a Monday afternoon, I set aside an hour or two, and I have some posts that I'll plan out to go live on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at various hours across the week so that I at least have some content going out. And sometimes that will be talking about what I'm writing, sometimes that will be asking people about what's going on. Sometimes it will be a link to one of my blog articles or even somebody else's blog article related about writing or the publishing process. In addition to that, I occasionally post throughout the day just spontaneously about what's going on, what I'm up to, what I'm working on. And usually each day I have an hour set aside just to go in, interact with anybody that's interacted with me all day and interact with other peers. So through that hashtag writing community. That's where a number of my posts have that hashtag. That's where I find a lot of my peers. And there are other related hashtags like hashtag fantasy author or hashtag dark fantasy or hashtag historical fantasy. Mm -hmm. There are lots of hashtags. So this brings up a good point. How do people pick hashtags to use? That's an excellent question. And that falls down to market research. What are the authors you like doing? What are successful authors doing? Where are maybe not famous authors you like, but the peers that you talk with a lot like? How are they doing? What hashtags are they using? Where do you see comments going? In this, like so much else, it's a matter of doing your research. If you know somebody's name as an author already, then that's clearly an indication. They're doing something right. Look at what they're doing. Now, years ago, when I used to handle social media for a couple of companies, we used to have to use a third-party application in order to schedule postings in advance. So they would distribute over the week, like you're describing, to different social media. Is that what you still do, or can you do that inside Mm -hmm. Twitter? Both, really. Just in the past year, Twitter has provided the ability for you to schedule a tweet to go out at a specified date and time. Facebook has that ability too, but there are third-party applications like Hootsuite or TweetDeck that can have a somewhat more organized approach and maybe managing multiple social media streams at the same time. I've made good use of those too. In this case, it's just like the research of hashtags and where to do your engagement. It's a find that what works for you. My goodness, those applications were around back in 2008. I know at least they were then I was using them. They are incredibly useful. 
and that's why they're still around. Exactly. It's very interesting to see what persists in the world of applications. If someone's unfamiliar with social media and using it for promoting their work, where would you suggest that they begin? There are countless articles written about it that you can find with, with simple Google searches. And the other just becomes the same research as I did before. Go look at what other people who are doing, what you want to do, are doing, and learn from that. Model yourself on successful models. I think it's, given the nature of social media as out there and in front of you, it's probably the best way to figure out how to get started. And then, as you gain experience to it, like, make subtle changes that work for you better. Be willing to change your plan. Be willing to learn. Be willing to adapt as trends change. It's frustrating to have to follow the trends, but that's partly how the world of social media works. If you want to get your web presence, if you want to get your social media profile in front of as many eyes as possible, then what you need to do is keep an eye on what's trending and what's popular. And I would expect, too, that if you already have a a community in Facebook that's following you, get engaged there and read the articles about how to use that effectively as an author. If you're already involved and have people following you in Twitter, do the same for that rather than building from nothing. Exactly. Okay. And find out what they like. One of the things that I've done multiple times is some of my social media engagement has been simply asking, where do you go to buy books? As in, not just where you go to spend your money, but how do you find out about new books you want to buy? Because that can be a very frustrating thing, trying to find your audience. Social media is a good place to get started with that, too. So you can do market research and get reader feedback. Absolutely. And that serves two purposes, because you are then talking with your readers and creating engagement. And for both Twitter and Facebook, the amount of engagement you're having, both with people talking to you and you talking back, affects how often you're seen. And so I understand that you're involved in not only authoring fantasy fiction, but you also do editing for authors. How would people get in touch with you for that? Well, I've helped found over the past year Jazz House Publishing, and we are available at jazzhousepublications.com. We have several editors working for us, and we have posted rates. Go to the website, see what we've got, and there's contact information right there. You can also reach us on Twitter with at jazzhousepr, and we'll be happy to answer any questions there, too. Excellent. At this point, we are making regular calls for anthologies, often themed around either specific subject matter or specific author type, as we're making a concerted effort to make sure that underrepresented voices have the opportunity to speak out and be seen. Our website is regularly updated with what we're up to, calls for submissions for short stories and creative nonfiction all the time, and we'll be happy to work with you. Thank you for being with us today. This has been very informative, a quick look at how to do this. And in the show notes, I think both of us will work on finding some of those short articles about publishing and social media for authors that people can follow up and check those out, use those as a starting point for their continued research. Absolutely. I'll be happy to share resources. It's a lot of what we do. We'll see you on Twitter. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. This has been Writing Works Wonders. You can visit our website at www.writingworkswonders.com for show notes, this episode, other episodes, and resources. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you for joining us today at Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to be with you. Now tap or click on that button that says subscribe so that you will not miss our show. There's also a link right there for you to click or tap on that'll take you directly to our show notes where you'll find everything that we just talked about. You can go to our website at www.writingworkswonders.com and our email is writingworkspodcast.gmail.com. We hope that you feel encouraged and inspired. We want you to feel and know the wonder in writing. Until next time, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.